There was a preacher who was leading a tour in the Holy Land, and he was describing to his tour group how shepherds worked with their flocks. He said, shepherds will never chase their flock anywhere. A shepherd always goes before his sheep to lead them. Somebody who might be driving cows would just do that, drive them from behind, but a shepherd is always in front, always leading those sheep. Well, as they walked along the road and turned to bed, suddenly they saw a man that was chasing some sheep. He was stunned and he ran up to the, the guy that was chasing. He said, you know, I just got done telling all my tour group that shepherds never, ever chase sheep. What is it that you're doing? He looked at him and he said, well, I have to tell you, I'm not the shepherd, I'm the butcher. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know a lot about sheep. Sheep are animals that are incredibly, to use the word, dumb. Some of the things that sheep do would appall you. Some of the things that sheep act on seem almost impossible to believe. For instance, sheep will stand in an area when they graze. They will devour all the grass that is there down into the roots, down into the dirt. And unless a shepherd comes along and moves them along, they will stay in that place where there is no food and they will starve to death. Sheep are also animals that, you know, with that wonderful woolly fleece that they have, if it gets wet, they tend to be top-heavy. And what can happen to them in the rain if they're not brought in out of the rain with that top-heaviness is that they can fall over and end up on their back. What happens to them then is because of that, they panic. They panic so much because they're on their back, they forget to breathe and they'll suffocate. What an incredible animal that is. One other thing is, as Jesus said, when the wolf attacks and scatters the flock, you have to know something. After that happens, the sheep will just leave that wolf with that sheep eating it. They'll go back to grazing. That's all they're interested in. Now, I want to ask you, knowing that about sheep, how many of you would be willing to risk your life to save a sheep? I don't think too many of us would. It doesn't seem like... A worthy cause and yet we hear Jesus say those words I am the good shepherd I lay down my life for the sheep as pastor Mark said in the announcements we're in the second week of our series credo that first word that's drawn from the creeds in the Apostles Creed credo in deum I believe in God is the Latin but credo means we believe this is the faith of the church and we look at the persons of the Trinity, and we look especially then at that relationship that we have with the second person of the Trinity. John says in his letter this morning, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus, Messiah. And so this morning I'd like to examine the fellowship that we have with Jesus, Messiah, the one who came into this world to redeem us, to give his life for sheep. What does fellowship look like? Well, the Bible describes it in many different ways, and Jesus talks about that fellowship in many different ways. But one of the ways that he describes it is in the words of our gospel this morning, where Jesus describes the fellowship, the relationship we have, the camaraderie, the bond that we have with him, that he is the good shepherd. 
That relationship for us is created through the wonders of our baptism, where we are brought into the sheepfold of Jesus through the water and the word, where a new name is put on us, where we are adopted into that family to become one of that flock that he lays down his life from. Our fellowship is with the eternal Son of God, who was and is and is to come, through whom all things were created, we say. We have fellowship. We have a relationship with him. And what that relationship means is oh so much more than we could ever encapsulate just in a few minutes here this morning. But looking at the gospel and looking at what Jesus says, I want to examine a few points that he brings out to say what that fellowship truly is and what it truly means. Jesus says, first of all, that he lays down his life for us. The good shepherd does the very thing that you and I can't imagine that we would do for a sheep. But it is that. It is that commitment that Jesus makes for us. The commitment even to death on the cross that he redeems us, that he gives his life for sheep that are wayward, for sheep that are ignorant, for sheep that will do whatever it is they want to do on their own. What that means for us is that in our lives when the wolves of life come, when the devil who loves to drive us away from our shepherd, he turns our lives and our eyes away from the cross, away from the sacrifice that Jesus made for us, turns them inward and onto the problems that come. He makes the problems in our lives seem insurmountable. They grow into mountains and we worry and we fret and we wonder how we will overcome them. We turn inward to see our sin and our guilt and our faithlessness and it becomes a downward spiral in our lives of pulling away more and more from the shepherd who has made a commitment to us. But Jesus says the good shepherd lays down his life. The good shepherd stands when the wolves of life come. The good shepherd will be there and Jesus will not leave us. He is committed to us. He is there when we have pulled away. He is there to bring us back. He is there to show us the commitment that he has made to each one of us no matter what comes that he will not let the wolves overtake us. He will not let us be attacked. He will defend us, protect us, guide us, and be with us forever. Jesus is committed to this relationship with us. He knows not only who we are, but he knows our problems, and he knows us intimately. Jesus says that, I know my sheep. I know them well. I don't know if it ever happened to you, but I can remember when I was a little kid and I would do something that was wrong and I'd come back into the presence of my parents. It seemed like they could always figure out that I'd done something. And you know, you try to have that face like, no, I, I didn't do anything, everything's fine. Maybe it was the way I acted, maybe it was something in my eyes, maybe it was I didn't look at them, whatever it is, there was no way to get anything past them. They knew me so well that they knew that how I was acting, what I was doing, indicated to them something had been done in my life that wasn't right. You see, Jesus knows us like that, knows us inside, knows the secret places in our lives, the things that no one else knows in our deepest thoughts and our darkest hours. He knows that. What's incredible is that knowing that, he continues then to love us. 
He continues to guide us. He continues to be with us, to draw us back out of whatever it is that we have chosen to try and separate ourselves from his relationship and to bring us back into that sheepfold. You see, he has to know us. He has to know our ways so that he can always call us, no matter where we have gone, no matter where we have strayed, back into his loving fold. And because he knows us, we know him. And as John said, because we know him, we know the Father, the one who sent his only son into this world to redeem us. Jesus, our good shepherd, knows us and, as I said, loves us. Loves us unconditionally because we are sheep, because we are weak. You know, last week's text was based on John 3.16, For God so loved the world. It's important that we understand what that means. If God loves the world, loves everybody in the world ever created, ever who will be created, ever born, ever died, whatever it is, God loves the world. What is God not then? God is not selective. And if God is not selective in his love, what do we never have to fear then? We never have to fear that we are included in that love. You see, that is the love that Jesus, our shepherd, brings to us. A love that includes us no matter what. Includes us in our frailties. Includes us in our weakness. Includes us in our anger and our turning. We are included. We never have to doubt. That is the relationship that we have with this shepherd. That's why Jesus said there are other sheep that need to be brought in. Every sheep that was ever on this earth is part of what he came to do, to redeem and to love, to comfort and to find. This is the fellowship that we have with Jesus, the eternal Son of God. But here's the problem sometimes that goes on in our lives. We can say and admit because the scriptures speak truth that Jesus is the good shepherd, but I think oftentimes what we think in our lives is that we think we're the good sheep. Nothing could be farther from the truth. You see, Jesus comes to us. Our relationship isn't based on anything that we do. Our relationship is based on that good shepherd calling us by name, finding us in the darkness, bringing us into this fold through the waters of baptism. You know, as John says in the epistle this morning, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Confession is one of those moments in our lives where it is that we need to be honest with ourselves. I think a lot of times we think, well, because I confess, you know, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That, that it's our part, that we are doing something in this salvation of ourself, that we are bringing to the table the fact that we confessed, and because of that, now God will forgive us. Nothing could be further from the truth. Our faith is not conditional. It is not based on us. It is based on the shepherd who comes to us with his love and his grace, who brings to us forgiveness. Confession is nothing more than we are the ones finally being honest with our lives on who we are. It'd be like if I was diagnosed with cancer and I knew I had it. 
but I refused to go to the doctor to receive medicine because I didn't want to believe that I had that disease. As long as I stay away, as long as I continue to delude myself into the fact that I am dying from a disease, I will never receive that incredible gift of medicine to begin to heal me. So it is with our words of confession. It's a realization in our lives that we need first the gift that has come to us through our good shepherd, Jesus Christ. We need the forgiveness that he offers us. There is nowhere else to find it. And in our confession, we admit, I am sick, I am diseased, I am a sheep, and I need the shepherd. You know, that is the proclamation, as it were, that is made. Interesting that John uses that word three times in those first four verses, that we proclaim to you the word of life. In the old hymnal drawn from the Anglican church, those words are, I as a called and ordained servant of the word announce the grace of God to you. Proclaim the grace of God, that Jesus is our good shepherd, that he came into our world to redeem, to forgive, and that it was accomplished on the cross. You see, that's our good shepherd, and that's the forgiveness we have. He, first of all, is the one who proclaims to us that he loves us, that he accepts us, that he came into this world to redeem and to forgive us. Why would Jesus do that? Why would Jesus give up all those things in our life? Isn't that sometimes the question that we ask, ask God, why do you love me? As we look at the scriptures, we see Jesus going throughout the land healing people. And the question would be why? As we see Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead, why? As we see Jesus come by ten lepers and heal them and preach the gospel and make the blind to see, why, why, why? It's such the question that we ask in our Western minds. And the answer to that question is there is no why other than the fact this is who Jesus is. Why is Jesus the good shepherd? Because it's who he is. He's the one who is willing to lay down his life for wayward sheep, for sheep that stray, for sheep that run away, for sheep that turn inward, for sheep that sin again and again and again. And yet he comes and he finds us, he embraces us, and he loves us. Jesus is the one that we have fellowship with. Fellowship that he creates, that he binds himself to us through our baptism, that he brings to us as we celebrate today the Lord's Supper, a fellowship at the table with him, with the Father, and those words that we often say with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven. Our fellowship is with God's Son, Jesus Christ, our Good Shepherd. May we ever remember that as we go through our life as sheep. May we remember how we have been called by his voice, how we are held in his love and his grace, how he will not let the wolves take us or our wandering separate us. Jesus has bound himself in this fellowship to you and to me. Our good shepherd knows his sheep. Amen.